Hello, and welcome to the Super Gay Wedding Podcast. I'm Cindy Savage, real queer wedding planner at ILS Traveled. And I'm Amanda Summerlin, super gay wedding photographer at Amanda Summerlin Photography. We're wedding pros who are gay as fuck. And we're talking about wedding shit from an LGBTQ perspective. Super gay wedding! Fuck yeah! Woo! All right. Are you ready to do this thing? Yeah. Three, two, one, us down. Hey, Amanda. We were recording already, weren't we? We've been recording for <laughs> since I got on an hour ago. <laughs> Cindy, how's it going? <laughs> there's, a, there's an hour of silence. It's just me sitting here doing other shit waiting for you to get here. I gotta remember how crafty you are because that was good. All right. So, <laughs> hey, Amanda, how are you? Doing all right. How are you doing, Cindy? I'm great. Just What'd great. You do today? Um, a lot of things. I did some work. I did some other work. I ate a taco salad and <laughs> now, Hell yeah, taco listen, salad. I eat taco salad seriously at least three times a week because it's easy you. and quick to make and it's delicious and it's reasonably healthy. You really can't go wrong with taco salad. Um, and now I have a sponsor for taco salad, taco salad, super gay wedding brought to you by tacos. <laughs> we could just and... use that. Yeah. Since taco, I mean, there's no taco corporation probably <laughs> somebody's like registered trademarked it or something you don't know can we just can we just incorporate we tacos inc so when when this podcast really takes off and we need to actually start a company for it can it be tacos inc and we run super gay wedding okay i don't know seems like a good idea right now but that might just be because <laughs> i've been drinking bourbon how much bourbon have you had only half of this uh, it's pretty big Oh, it's you're just it kind of close to the camera and it's not nearly as big as your wine glass so. no it's a normal amount Reasonable. of listen it's it's okay the perfect recipe is that bourbon or bourbon and coke what do you got the um the best manhattan here's how oh. to make it okay first of all you need your very own bourbon soaked cherries those are super oh. easy to make you take a bunch of cherries you put them in a jar you make a little bit of simple syrup pour it in fill the rest of the jar with bourbon shake it every time you okay. see it in your fridge shake it wait at least two weeks before you eat them <laughs> they last forever except you run out quickly because they're delicious so that. there you go what kind of podcast is this again i forgot super gay wedding all super gay <laughs> weddings should have super cocktails you need two and a half ounces of your favorite bourbon and three quarters of an ounce of the best vermouth which in my opinion is the carpano antica and then <laughs> instead of using those regular angostura bitters do yourself a favor and put black nut, black walnut bitters in this and then put black walnut bitters in everything because they make everything better. That does sound good. They're amazing. It's I, a good I was cocktail. excited about my beer until you started talking about that. Well, when you come visit me, I'll make you a good Manhattan. But my beer has lemongrass in it. That's tasty. I know, but it's beer. It's, it's good beer, though. Yeah, but I don't like beer. Oh, well. I'm glad you're enjoying it, though. I can be happy for you. I, I was, but now I'm all like, ooh. Well, black talk about your beer, beer? then. I don't remember what it is anymore. I just know it has lemongrass in it. <laughs> as long as you're enjoying it. It's my second beer of the evening. What have you been up to today? Ah, you know how you posted the other day about you went and worked out and you were like. I did, yeah. I went to the gym today. It's, been the, it's my first time back in a couple of weeks because I hurt my arm. What'd you do to your arm? Um, I had repetitive motion crap, you know, photographer stuff. Oh, sure. 
we're always like, I've got tendonitis of the pinky thumb, uh-huh. whatever. Yeah, so I, I've got golfer's elbow, technically. Um, so I rested for a while, went back to the gym today, and today was testing day. We're about to go into a round of uh, strength training. So we, we did uh, our best one rep max for deadlift, uh, overhead press, and back squat. And I PR'd on all of them. Fantastic. I can tell you how much because it wasn't very much, but I'm like, woo, it's more than I ever picked up before. That's really what matters though. Right? It's pretty exciting. Truthfully. I've had a hard time in the gym because I've had so many injuries in the past year. So two years since I joined actually. So I, I kind of felt the same way when I went this week because I, I hadn't gone for a couple of weeks because I've been busy doing stuff, um, getting my wedding planning subscription onto the internet. Um, but cool though. it is pretty cool. I'm very excited about it. Uh, but I went and I hadn't been for a couple of weeks. And so I was thinking like, oh, this is going to be tough. And I went and everything felt like nothing. And I was like, well, I guess if you take two weeks off, you magically get 25% stronger because that's apparently what happens. Well, actually, yeah, you kind of do um, the period of recovery. And so there's like a sort of an ebb and flow of how all this works, you know, because you're tearing yourself down and then you're, you're you know, adapting and, and growing muscle. And so for a period of about two weeks after you stop working out, you will maintain and, and potentially increase your strength. But after that, it's a pretty steep drop. So what you're saying is I should go to the gym every two weeks and lift something really heavy for a while? Well, I mean, you, you, if you really want maximum gains, no, but you know. I don't want maximum gains. I just want to be a healthy person. Uh, if you want to be healthy, you're really supposed to do it twice a week. That's okay. I can live with that actually. And it's like the, the recommendation is lift weights twice a week. Yeah. And do cardio four times. Yeah. Fast. Well, that's harder. And take a day off. And that's so, for maximum longevity. What I've been doing. And enjoyment of the longevity because, you know, that's really the point. It's like, because we need forever. to live forever for this podcast to last forever. That's correct. That's how it works. I um, lost my train of thought. I don't know. So let's we go with that. talk about who we're talking to. Today. We should. Who are we talking to today? We are talking to the coolest couple ever. And who are they? Because I don't know anything about them. You don't know anything about them. I photographed their wedding last year. It's Shakila and Jasmine. And they live here in Atlanta. And they had the funnest wedding ever. Also, um, and I'm not, I don't want to like tell you all their stuff because I want them to tell us a story, but I really loved all the special touches they did with their wedding and the way that they, they planned everything and, and the way that they handled all different, you know, issues that come up when you're planning a wedding for same sex couples. So I'm really excited for you to hear their story. Well, I can't wait to meet them. Hey, Jasmine. Hey, Shakila. How's it going? Good. Good. Going well. How you doing? Thanks for coming on with us. No problem. We're excited. So exciting. I know. I have missed you guys so much. I know. I know. You're like the best wedding ever. (laughs) We did have a good time. (laughs) So for the folks at home, this is Jasmine and Shakila, and they got married last year, and I photographed their wedding here in Atlanta. And I asked them to come back because I saw a post that Shakila made on on Facebook. (laughs) Where she was, what was it you said? You said, I said, um, oh, what did I say? I'm sure the urge to plan a wedding will pass, but somebody let me plan their wedding. Spreadsheet, <laughs> <laughs> something. I need something. I'm like, okay, they need to be on the show because clearly 
there's some experience here that needs to be sort of passed along to couples, right? So what you're saying is you want to come intern for me, right? I'll definitely intern for you. Give you all my paperwork and let you fill it up. I don't know if I can give that up. I really enjoy the paperwork too. But you know, I think I think what I got the most was that I was very organized. Very. Mm-hmm. Like I was extremely organized. To the T. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's definitely. a very helpful skill set and motivation to have when planning a wedding, it turns out. <laughs> Surprisingly. <laughs> cool. So, well, um, were you about to ask? I was. Oh, go for it. Is it okay? Totally. I'm going to go for it. All right. So first we want to know, how did you two meet each other and how long have you been together? <laughs> We've been together officially five years and a couple of months. Uh-huh. Five years. We met at Sears. I was working at the time. And her, her did you was- check her out? <laughs> it's not you know not that romantic <laughs> um her and her friend came in to the store to buy something for a party that they were going to and they were going back and forth and I thought to myself I need to walk away from these people because I you know I don't really like customers I know this is my job but this is too wait, wait, wait. is that the job yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was the description. I, I knew what I was taking on. So Look, I, you don't have to like them to pretend to be nice and helpful. I totally stepped up to the plate. I walked over to them. <laughs> the job is serve them. The job isn't like them. No. We, we were basically bickering back and forth because I have this small green hat that I was trying to find a shirt for. And the hat, it was like a military green. Mm-hmm. So we was trying to find a shirt, but we kept going back and forth, and that's when she walked over, and, you know, she basically walked over to shut us up. Yeah, <laughs> 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 pretty much in essence, and I just asked them, were they looking for something? Um, and then I told her friend to follow me on Twitter, and so she followed me, and then somebody tagged along. I surely did. <laughs> <laughs> also followed me, and then DM'd me like a month later, and was like, you know, if you ever need to talk, you know, just call me. And yeah. I slid her my number, <laughs> and I'm thinking, okay, she wants to be a friend, cool, no problem. No, no. she doesn't want to be my friend. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know. So she really called me. Uh-huh. And just telling me about all her issues in her relationship. And as I'm sitting on the phone, I'm listening to her because, you know, I'm like, okay, well, this is what I, I guess I offered. I was like, I asked for it, yup. Right. I was like, I can't believe she's really telling me about her problems. Like, I really don't care. Like, <laughs> when can I take you out? Like, yeah, I don't care about that. But I think that was like March because it was right before my birthday and it took you know, probably another eight months for us to, like, actually <laughs> go out. But we started talking, like, pretty much every day. And but that's awesome. Being, being uh, having a solid base of friendship is huge yeah. in any relationship, you know? For sure. It, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Now so. you know all her problems, all her complaints. You know, you, oh. you prepped. You, you know what to look out for, <laughs> how she might <laughs> react. Yeah. I was set up. <laughs> I won. I won. <laughs> You had a solid list of all the do's and don'ts right away. I, I did. Right. And it worked out perfectly. Totally did. Total setup, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And tell Cindy when your wedding was. Go ahead. September 30th, 2017. Oh, nine, three, zero, one, seven. Yes. Thank you for reminding me. Yes. 
Yes. That's a hard question, you know. It's like, that's when I always fail. Well, Somebody asked me my wedding anniversary is. Dates. I'm so terrible with dates, but that's what I'm here <laughs> for. She'll remember it. Well, she's organized, so. Yeah. Yeah, she is, and I don't pay attention to details, but if you throw numbers at me, I'm good. I'll catch them and I'll keep them all day long. So. Nice. Yeah. You guys are splitting up all the, the, the jobs really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Teamwork make the dream work. Mm-hmm. So why did you decide to get married and put all your teamwork skills together in organizing an entire wedding? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I remember the day that I knew that I wanted to marry her, though. Uh, it was probably about two years into our relationship, and she had to go out of town. And I was, like, organizing her stuff so that she could get on the plane. And she didn't have any travel things. And I was so upset. <laughs> and I wasn't upset at her. I was upset at myself for not prepping better. And then I'm like, okay, if you're mad at yourself, then this is the person you're going to spend forever with. <laughs> <laughs> I love this story. It's really my favorite thing. So I think, um, I, I think I wanted to marry her because I knew that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with her. And it just made sense. I think that's a pretty legit reason. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So yeah. who asked who, actually? I don't know if I asked you that before. Me. Yeah. Me. Okay, so I then didn't. how did you know that you wanted to marry her? Yeah. Because Was it that. when she bought you all those travel things? It, part or of that, and she, she made my life a whole lot easier. Like, simple. She honestly was a puzzle piece that I really needed to complete my life. And I was like, this girl will go to the end and back for me. And I was like, yeah, this is the person I need to spend my life with. And then, I mean, you know, I can't help that smile. And, you know, sometimes, you know, she got a slick mouth. But, I mean, you know, that plus. So, I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, it's time. It's time. And I was like, I was like, let me just go ahead and buy this ring and just go ahead and do it before my nerves get to me. All right. So, think back to wedding planning. It wasn't that long ago. No. No. It's still fresh enough, right? Yeah, how long did you plan? How long did it take to put it all together? A year and nine months. We started December 2016. Yeah. What is that when I proposed? Oh, no. December 2015. I proposed in December 2015 on Christmas. And then she wanted to wait a couple months because she wanted to, she has this thing about like the different phases. So we date, I courted her, then we was officially together in a relationship, then we like dated and then she wanted to be engaged for a certain amount of time mm-hmm. and I was like yeah babe um look at this venue here uh <laughs> just the next month like not even the next month like the like, next uh, few days like two days later like look at <laughs> so you were excited clearly <laughs> I was we didn't super even make excited. it out of December and then I'm like okay <laughs> yes you know you're not alone a lot of people are all up in the google within hours trying to figure out every 500 million details that need to be planned for their wedding and i'm just trying to soak in the moment but we planned since december 2015 i think it kind of wrapped up i don't know i don't know it probably wrapped up like kelly was our last yeah so you guys were Under. were like pretty much done. What, a couple months out, three months out? Yeah, like we yeah. were we were done probably May ish. 
Yeah. And we pretty much sitting had, back with your feet propped up. I mean, even like processing like a lot of the final payments, we were done with all of that like pretty early on. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't we didn't wait until the last minute for anything. But let's not make it sound too easy. What what, what was the <laughs> hardest? Okay. What was the hardest thing about planning your wedding? Um, I don't want to make it sound like it was easy, but it's just think, you know how you are. You're you're very organized, and that's a we. I think because we started so much earlier than a lot of people, mm-hmm. like a lot of people smashed wedding planning into a couple of months, and we had a lot more time. So we were able to not only draw a timeline on how we wanted the wedding to run, but how we wanted to plan the wedding as well. But I would say the hardest part of planning the wedding was just keeping up with like the like the different things that everybody was kind of giving us mm-hmm. like and trying to place it together in our world like at some point i think even our wedding binder just kind of got lost in translation yeah. <laughs> because like you have so much stuff coming at you and you're trying to keep up with everything this person is coming at this time and this person is you know mm-hmm. bringing this and this person is doing this and you're supposed to expect this and you're supposed to give this I think that was the hardest part like you're just on like information overload Mm -hmm. yeah because we didn't fight or anything I think we argued over programs and that was it yeah that was like yeah yeah, Yeah. we didn't argue over anything Mm -hmm. we just argued over programs yeah we just kind of had a plan and worked our plan um Mm -hmm. even to booking vendors like we didn't book everybody at one time I know that we met with Amanda very early on in but that was because of me, because I was going to use her to propose. We met Amanda pretty early on, and she gave us some really good advice. Like, and before we booked her, like in that Ooh. meeting of like how how we should prioritize our vendors. Mm-hmm. So we just took that, and then from there, just made things like you know secondary or whatever going like that. Yeah, because our venue was our very first. Mm-hmm. And Amanda was then, second. Yeah, Amanda you guys was second. Ended up like changing venues too, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. because um I'm not gonna say the venue, but I'm a very I like a lot <laughs> I like <laughs> I love yeah, they might sue us. Yeah. <laughs> I love responsiveness and they just weren't responsive. So it just rather than like incur that stress, it was just easier to find something else or find a different game plan because we knew that it was going to be stressful in the long run. I fully support that choice. That is advice I give to people. Like if vendors aren't being super responsive to you when they're trying to close the sale, they're not likely to get better after they have your money. So dump those fuckers and run. Yeah. Yeah. And we, I just want to cry exception here because sometimes I go on really long road trips and stuff, but you have an out of office on your email, right? You yeah. were like, you were on it. You were on it. <laughs> like, I mean, the because I mean, the, the different ways to get in contact with you right. was like, it was, you weren't an issue. Well, I mean, yeah, as soon as anybody hands me money, I give them my phone number. <laughs> <laughs> but we had one vendor, like, who we would email at, like, 1130 at night, and then you would have a response in five minutes. Oh, like, she was amazing, yeah. Like, it was... So, you know, yeah. depending on your personality, it might not bother you as much. Mm-hmm. My personality does not allow people to go three days without emailing me back. So, oh, uh, was, yeah, yeah. we go two, two days, maybe, maybe. Yeah. maybe <laughs> no, Amanda, you were like, hey, I'm traveling. Um, this is where I'll be at. But as soon as I settled in, I'll <laughs> you guys a thorough response back. Don't worry about it. I got you guys. I'll take care of you guys. Like, that was you. So we were like. Okay, good. So, yeah. It makes me feel better because, you know, I mean. 
one of the perks of what I do is that I get to go to all those epic places and, and I, and I do intentionally go off radar every now and then, but you're, you're right. I do let people know. It's like, if you, especially if you, if we're, if we're in within like eight weeks of your wedding, I make sure everyone is, knows where I am. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we didn't have any issue at all. Like, it was, yeah. Cool. So, the hardest part was really just information overload then. Just yeah. all that stuff coming at you from every direction. Yeah. What was like, we like vendors for everything. Yeah. We didn't really, we DIY'd some things, but we mostly just kind of went out into the world and yeah. found people to do it for us. Yeah. Yeah. That is a great way to relieve a lot of the stress, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, not in everybody's budget, but. Right. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When we started, some we things are not worth DIYing, <laughs> especially if you're not a crafty type to begin with. And then we like went to Michaels and spent like seventy dollars on fake flowers, and then we're like, "Yeah, we're just gonna hire a florist." <laughs> <laughs> this is too much. Yeah. <laughs> but we did create our own cool. centerpieces for. Um, oh yeah. The, what was it? The cocktail hour. Mm-hmm. Those um, rose gold uh, vases with the fake flowers on the table outside. Mm-hmm. We did those. So awesome. those turned out really nice. I don't have a clue where they're at. <laughs> I don't even think we even kept one. Yeah. That's okay. There's a picture of them somewhere, I'm sure. Yeah. Maybe a few. Yeah, yeah. Some really good. Pictures. I don't know if you know, but Amanda has like 16 backups of everything. So Yeah. Yeah, and then your photos are really, really safe. Yeah, she probably does have an underground bunker. It's probably below the chicken yeah. coop. That's the real work you've been doing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Digging we up. No, our pictures are safe, <laughs> even if the hotel catches on fire. <laughs> no, I mean, because you guys were, were like commenting when I was posting that I was in a hotel, um, a few months before their wedding. And and it was like, I don't know, 1 a.m. or something, and the fire alarm goes off. And so I'm like, what's that noise? Oh, my God. <laughs> and in my, like, stupor, you know, I start out into the hallway. I'm like, no, wait, go get the camera. And I go back in the <laughs> And I roll out with the camera. And, and my gentleman, like, like, my pajamas and, like, I don't even know what I grabbed, a coat or something. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh. Wait, go back. Get the pictures. By the good thing the hotel wasn't actually on fire because I was back in my room like four times before I made it down to the lot. <laughs> but I got outside with my camera bag and the backup drive with all the photos, but no car keys. Oh, <laughs> it was a rental though, right? <laughs> I think that was on one of my road trips, actually. Oh, that was your own car. car. I was going to say, they got a spare. (laughs) (laughs) Which is probably why I was like, where's my keys? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that was a bad tangent. Sorry about that. Uh, This is your area of expertise. You want to talk to them about the clothing stuff? Oh, yeah, I do. Um, I love talking about clothes, actually. So we want to know, what did you wear? Mm. Oh, she had this gorgeous... I had a dress. Gorgeous dress. Oh, like, you didn't have a dress. You had the dress. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my dress. You got tons of compliments on that dress. And she wore a suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Where did you get your suit? I got it custom made. Good for you. Yeah, because... Somewhere I, local in Atlanta? Yeah. Because all the men's suits, um, they don't fit well. You know, we're too curvy. So she was like, if I'm spending all this money on a dress she said you can spend all this money on a suit 
So let's go and find you, a, get you a suit made. And I said, okay. In the place where you went, did they, did they mostly do men's suits or were they specializing in women's suits? Um, I think they specialize in men's suits, but if you wanted a suit, they, I think they, we called ahead just to make sure we called ahead for a lot of industries to ahead. make sure because you just never know. So, yeah. um, yeah. We called ahead and they just said that they do have a, a women's cut. And then when she got there, she told them specifically what she wanted, like how she wanted it to fit. Yeah. And she ended up getting a couple of suits from there. Yeah. So. Awesome. Yeah. You were sharp. That was really Thanks. nice. And yeah. the, I gotta yeah. tell you, I, I know I said it a lot of times on Wedding Day, but your dad ties the best tie. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. That was the sharpest. Yeah. Tightest. Be most perfect. Not. And, um, and, that's him like yeah. it's him like yeah if if I ever needed a tie that's who I go to because he I don't know what he does but he, he it's perfect it's perfect it really was you guys were so sharp looking but for the bridal party they all were well my side wore dresses and her side wore suits but we got their suits at like JC Penny. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and one really I wore a dress yeah in the women's department no, men's department. Or in the men's. Yeah. The men's. Did they all have to get alterations then? Yeah. Um, okay. So my, my, who, uh. Kiki didn't really get any alteration. She just got it tapered. Yeah, she just got the pants tapered a little bit, but there wasn't really any alteration. No, not no. much Mm-mm. at all. We had That's a really color cool. problem. Yeah. Yeah, we had, okay, so <laughs> that was, you know what, I changed my answer. So her Uh-oh. side was the hardest <laughs> part of wedding planning because we had a color problem. To When we got the custom suit made, I was looking for like a navy blue. Mm-hmm. It wasn't quite navy. It was kind of like an off blue or off navy blue. Mm-hmm. And then apparently when you get custom suits, the coloring is completely different than what you can get off the rack. Yeah. So it was like impossible to find suits that matched. So we ended up getting it like literally a month out at the last minute from JCPenney. Yeah. But you found a matching color? Yeah, you couldn't tell that it really uh, close enough. Color. Honestly, so yeah. I was supposed to, we were all supposed to wear navy on my side with uh-huh. my suit, but I couldn't, we couldn't, like she said, we couldn't find the color. So a month out, I was like, okay, babe. I said, all right. I said, I got two suits made. I got a um, charcoal suit made and I got a navy suit made. What I'm going to do is I'm going to wear charcoal because finding that charcoal will be a whole lot easier than finding the blue. And then I'll just wear the blue vest with the the dusty rose tie and the rest of my girls can just wear the charcoal um, suit with the charcoal vest and we'll be good. And I'll stand out with the vest and we'll be, we'll be fine. And it turned out good. And like she said, one of my friends, um, she had on a dress that matched my blue perfectly, but I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, they, yeah, they all looked really good. Yeah. They looked, they all looked really good. Especially her girls because, you know, I couldn't see her. So like her girls would come in and mm-hmm. they, they were all done up with makeup and the hair was done. And I was sitting there like, oh my gosh, like, like her girls are gorgeous. I was like, I only can imagine what she's going to look like. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait. Your face when she came down the aisle, that was so good. <laughs> I'm telling that you. It was I, like the best. <laughs> I felt like, like, I, I felt like I stopped breathing. She was really, like, breathtaking, like, seriously. And, like, you know, as soon as that music cued, well, before we even started walking down the aisle, 
I'm sitting there trying not to cry. And then my dad's telling me to calm down, relax. And then our efficient is like, uh, Melinda was like, relax, take deep breaths. You'll be okay. You'll be fine. And here's my dad telling me, be, you know, everything will be fine. I'm walking down the aisle trying not to cry. And then her girls start walking down and I'm really trying not to cry because they're gorgeous. <laughs> and then I, that music cues. And then I just, I, I break down because Shit. Oh yeah, I, that photo, that one single tear coming oh down your cheek, man, that, is, that is like poetry. That's so good. You just, you just, you, you looked so amazing. Like both of you. I mean, I, I don't blame you for crying because she, Kylie, you were stunning. <laughs> See? <laughs> don't make me blush. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you, you really, you, your dress was amazing. Let's, let's talk about it because, uh, Cindy, have you seen their blog post? The, her dress? She, no, I haven't. But if you, uh, I'm going to Google it right now. Yeah. I mean, how did, how did you come, how did you find that dress? How did you decide on it? I mean, um, was that the I, one you were looking for? What you had in mind or? No, actually I went to a bridal shop and I, um, I was there and it was just a lot going on and I get really overwhelmed in situations like that. I'm a planner, but I'm not like the person who makes the plans i'm not the person who does it i'm just the person who tells you go here go here go here oh yeah so when i'm in a situation where i have to be the person like so i was overwhelmed at this bridal shop i had this lady helping me she was only concerned with the sale i'm assuming because Mm -hmm. that's pretty much what it felt like to me so i walked out of that bridal shop i tried on a good for you yeah Yeah. (laughs) i don't like to be sold anything i mean i know i'm being sold something but Mm -hmm. i don't like the feeling associated with well you want them to actually give a shit about you and not just about the money that's going in their pocket right so i went that's totally fair yeah i went to another bridal shop and you know it was like dresses just kind of everywhere and like i was overwhelmed i had all these people with me i had my mom your mom my bridesmaids and then one of my friends and I was not looking for this dress. I didn't think I was going to have anything that was lace. I don't like lace at all. <laughs> it's not me. And then when I put on the dress and came out, everybody just kind of stopped for a second. And I was like, okay, well, this is the dress. Like, it wasn't like, um, <laughs> like, I really liked the dress. And I wanted to do nothing but ask her what she thought of the dress. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, what do you think? Tell me, is it me? And then when the dress finally came in, I went to a bridal shop and picked it up. And it... I left out of there in tears. Like I probably scared the sales associate so bad because she's like, Oh my gosh, she hates it. I don't know. And I'm like, you're right. I really do hate this dress. Like I hate this dress so much. It wasn't what I was looking for something like princess, but when I got it, it was more A-line than anything. And I was like, I'm wait, not- are we talking about the same dress? Cause I would definitely call this princess, not A-line. Oh no, it was totally A-line. Um, so, um, her mom was like, okay, we're going to fix this. So we went to the alteration shop and they took my dress, put it in half, added extra fabric to Got it, it. Put a six hoop, um, petticoat under it. So, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> so it made it like really big. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's yeah. per, that's how I got to the oh dress, and, and then when I got that dress at the um, alteration shop, that's when I kind of like really fell in love with it. Oh, these are great! Because dress shopping was like the last thing on my to do list, and I didn't realize that it should have been like one of the first things on my to do list. Because oh. wedding dress. How far out did you start shopping? Then when did you pick it? <laughs> yeah, February twelfth, two thousand seventeen. <laughs> yeah, she was so worried that it wasn't gonna get here in time. 
she was so worried oh, like wow. and I was like babe it's gonna be fine like and the whole time she was like I wish it could have just been us she said because you'll give me your honest opinion I said I know I said you know I'm uh, in this part I'm a little traditional I don't want to see your dress that's why we didn't do a first look because I the first time I saw her wanted her to be walking down the aisle to me I didn't want to you know ruin it it really was a magic moment you know so I'm just poking through your pictures on Amanda's blog right now and I see that you changed into something shorter towards the end of the night you want to tell us about that one too so the dress itself and why I didn't get the things to tack it up because it was heavy and it was hot and I knew that I wasn't staying in it all night Uh like it was the amount of fabric that they ended up having to put in it in it to for me to achieve the look that I was looking for it was terrible oh yeah you must have been smelling like crazy in that <laughs> yeah like I was and I'm cold nature like I'm, <laughs> I was like I'm on fire so like as soon as everything's over like I jolt upstairs and I like take this dress off and I got stuck in the dress and <laughs> I'm like it, it was it was terribly hot like I didn't I didn't expect it to you know I just feel like dress shop should like put warning labels on dresses that have a lot of tools. Like you might catch on fire. (laughs) (laughs) It would just be a label on like literally every dress though, Amanda, because they all are full of fucking tool. Not all of them. I mean, I've seen plenty of people in dresses that that don't have any tool. Maybe one day I'll show you the collection of tool I've taken out of people's dresses. But, I mean, that, that stuff's hot. People should know that. Since it's better insulation than yeah. North Face puts in any of their coats. <laughs> well, you know, all, all probably 99.8% of wedding gowns, at least anything that's mass manufactured that you can order from somewhere, mm-hmm. is going to be, if not 100% polyester, then some combination of polyester and nylon. Mm-hmm. And none of that shit breathes. So if no. you want to feel like you're wrapped in a plastic bag all day that is the way to go but if you're, <laughs> you're gonna be outside doing something warm at a fire like you have matchsticks under you know what it actually won't it's not gonna flame so much as just melt and have that you know that terrible plastic chemical smell when when mm. things melt that shouldn't be in the flame mm-hmm. that's what polyester does in fact there's a there's something in the textile and sewing industry that you call a flame test which if you don't know what the fabric is you light a little bit of it on fire to see how it burns or melts and that helps you figure out if it's a natural or a synthetic fiber so the Uh synthetic ones melt and they leave a little like melty char plastic edge that's what polyester does and natural fibers you know burn like you would expect them to burn yeah (laughs) all right thanks bill nye hey anytime Cool. Oh, you guys got to tell us anyway what you called your wedding party. Please do. Okay. Bridesmaids and broomsmen. And broomsmen. broomsmen. I like it. Yeah. So did you refer to yourself as the broom? I did. Cool. I was the broom. She would say bride and bride, but I was like broom. Uh, only because like I have this, like don't, I know, <laughs> but like you get these forms and it's like, you know bride and groom and I'm like okay but you knew it was two brides before I came like and I understand but I'm trying to be a little like progressive make myself a groom <laughs> so you just write in a little b before it and turn yourself into broom well, I would just say I was the groom I would just write my name on the groom side well played <laughs> I think we only met one vendor that oh our floor she had yeah, she had it on her form where you could have bride and bride. Oh, yeah, she yeah. did. She did. Like, she was super forward thinking. Yeah. That's like, 
So that's why I said bride and bride, because, you know, whatever. I feel like we're getting into a topic that we could chat a little bit about if you guys are willing, because mm-hmm. you mentioned earlier that you kind of had to screen your vendors a little bit to make sure they were cool. And yeah. now I'm I'm hearing you say something which is a widespread problem in the wedding industry, which is that people assume there's going to be a bride and a groom and don't necessarily consider that there are other possibilities. Right. Do, do you want to talk a little bit about your experience with that, those things as you were planning? We honestly went to uh, what the Wedding Wire website mm-hmm. and um, they had a link for, what, what is it called? Gay Weddings hosted by Wedding Wire. We mm-hmm. used to kind of do a preliminary screen. Yeah. Um, I think when you first, like, find a vendor and you really, really love them, like, you love their work or whatever, you love the reviews about them, like, it's that initial feeling that, oh, my God, I love this person, I would work with this person, and then to follow that initially is it, like, okay, well, will they work with me? Yeah. I think that was kind of, like, what it was for me, like, the constant, well, we don't know, so I always felt like we had to put it out there, like, super early on, like, yeah, it's too bright, so that they could say, this is how I feel about it. I mean, you know, they really couldn't say anything because apparently it's, like, illegal. But, like, you could pick up on the vibe, but... Sure. Yeah. We When we were looking, we just kind of cross-referenced a lot of things. But yeah, from that website. It made everything easier. easier. Yeah. Yeah. But I had a big issue with representation. I think you know that, Amanda, because I had, like, this whole post about it on Facebook. But, like, you don't... Like, when we were out there looking for, like inspiration or whatever the case may be you're not seeing I mean you're not seeing same-sex marriages like in magazines or wherever so like you're literally scouring like the bottom of the internet like you're on google page 36 (laughs) before (laughs) before you see anything that looks like you and that's where Amanda was like super duper helpful because you can go to her blog and you can see like these things because representation is so important like and I think I had that issue like just not being well represented like and then especially to be kind of I think it was kind of weird to kind of be like I don't know in Atlanta you're you know you're with these vendors and you're like okay well you know that there is the possibility that there are not a bride and a groom and you also know up front that you do have two brides maybe you know so that somebody's comfortable with working with you you just kind of tailor whatever you have to them because it's just kind of easy to edit a word document and then reprint it yeah in my opinion it would have made us feel like we were more included because the first time that we saw two brides, it was like, okay, yeah, no, we're definitely going to work with her mm-hmm. because <laughs> yeah. we feel like we're a part of, you know, whatever's going on. But we personally had no problems with any vendors and yeah. we also never looked for multiple people for the same job. Like, yeah, we never. Yeah. Once we found somebody, we pretty much booked them pretty early on. Yeah. You know, that's another reason why you probably feel like your planning was relatively easy and stress-free. I think a lot of people feel like they have to interview multiple vendors for every single thing because there's advice out there in the internet that says you should. And sometimes that can just make things harder than they need to be. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. We felt like, hey, we're gonna sit down with you. If we love you, we're gonna book you. We're not gonna shop around. Why shop around if we already fell in love with you? So you know, let's just let's go in and do it. Let's do it. I tell you, you guys are a hard interview too. 
<laughs> no, seriously, we sat down in that little. Well, where, where do we meet? Like it was a coffee shop. Ray's, Ray's pizza. Pizza shop. All right. Yeah. And like Jazz, you're like, hey, how's it going? I was like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you know what I think about you in a while. <laughs> and I, I'm like the the minute I met you guys, I'm like these people are really cool. Yeah. But you were like, you were like, you got the best poker face. Like, <laughs> like you play poker. Um, I think it was like, I think all of it was a lot for me in the beginning. Uh, so I think if you talk to our lady, well, no, Jasmine's so bubbly. <laughs> like, because she's so bubbly, it makes me look bad. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, but I was, it was it was so much going on and like, it was kind of like, okay, we're leaving work and then we're going to go meet this vendor. And then, or like I'm sitting at work and I have people coming to my office and I'm like, hold on, I'm on the phone with one of my vendors. Like, just give me a second. I like, I think I was cleaning out my desk the other day and like I have Chick-fil-A napkins with like notes scribbled on it. Like, (laughs) (laughs) and I'm like, okay, I can definitely throw this away. Um, I think your vendors, your vendors make, your wedding planning like yeah. you know if you're hiring out for things if you're not like the diy bride and we weren't no your vendors make it all and yes like we had a wedding planner who was great but it wasn't like we couldn't go to any particular vendor for advice for anything so it's kind of like all of our vendors were our wedding planners because like everybody has a viewpoint and but then it always came back to, you know, but you can do whatever it is. Yeah, right, it's up to, to you guys, you know, it's whatever you guys want. But, you know, just, you know, keep this in the back of your head just in case, which was great for us. So if you're, you know, hiring multiple vendors, if you don't like them, don't don't book them because your vendors literally will make or break your day. And yeah. I think once you get a group of people together that want to see you have a great day, then you will have a great day yeah. because they're going to do whatever. solid they advice. Yeah, I mean. So I remember being there in this space with everyone and it was a really great team. I mean, even the caterers that, you know, it's like, I don't interact much with anybody other than the planner most of the time or the DJ, but it's like the caterers were like, Hey, you guys doing okay? Anything? I mean, they, it's like everyone really cared. And so you put together a really great team and that, and that's, that's, that's something to be said about your method of, of meeting with people and getting to know them and, and sorting it all through. Um, because that that like you said really plays into what kind of day you have and right. it seemed like you guys had a really good day because i think yeah. at some point in the day you told me amanda you know this can't happen without you so just <laughs> calm down <laughs> i mean and it's true then i just but i guess the other part of that advice is you have to be a person that people like to like you have to be genuinely who you are because like if your vendors have to like you too, like you have to have a relationship that works. It's not right. one sided where you're their boss or you're telling them what to do or like, Hey, go do this or Hey, go do that. Or like, I need this done. I don't think we ever met with anybody and like we were ever demanding or mm-hmm. anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's not like you're buying a pair of socks and it doesn't really matter who sells them to you. Right. Like, yeah. The person you're giving your money to is actually critically important to what's about to happen. So you do want to make sure that there's someone that you like and trust. Yeah. yeah. And vice versa. Yeah. So I know I can probably speak for just about every wonder, wedding vendor when I say that we do our best work for the people we care about the most. So totally. it goes both ways for sure. Well, and that's the beauty of the whole system though. Is there's somebody for everybody. Yeah. Yes. You know, it's just much like love and marriage. Kind of, sort of. 
Yeah. yeah. Love them marriage. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you guys feel like your wedding day went overall? I think it was amazing. Uh, yeah. I, I think it, it was without its hiccups as any day would be. But at the end of the day, like, I think we just kind of looked at each other and we're like, yeah, this was like an amazing day. Like an amazing life from her bridal party to my bridal party. Like, they haven't, they'd never met until that weekend. Really? Yeah. No way. Yeah. yeah. Like, and when we brought them together, her side and my side, yeah. like, we were like one big family. Yes, you were. I would never have guessed you guys that they yeah. hadn't met. Yeah, no. Everybody got along. And I think it was because they were just, they were there to make sure that our day went smooth. They, they were definitely there for you. Yeah. Yeah. And you can tell, you can feel it. Like, they were like, don't worry about it. Nope. Sit down. We got it. What do you need? Oh, you want some? Okay, I got it. Yeah. Oh, sit down. We got it. Like, they were amazing. Like, I, I love them. And I, till this day, I tell them that I love them for that, for being there on one of my most important days. And just, I don't know, it, they're, they're amazing, like amazing people. And I love them for that. It felt like all our hard work had paid off. Um, like, yeah. cause we worked hard. I mean, <laughs> I think it it was it was it was nothing. It was everything that we wanted and more. Like, yes. everything the little things that we stressed out about, like even coming into the days before the wedding, like when the actual day got there, like we realized that it didn't really matter. Yeah, nothing really mattered. Except yeah, having a wonderful day and just enjoying each other and trying to live in that moment. Yeah, which we did. Is there any other advice you want to give to LGBTQ couples who are planning their weddings now? I think I spent a lot of time feeling like I had to justify that, like, I don't know, like, I feel like I felt, I spent a lot of time, like, saying, okay, we're this couple, and, like, you have to, like, whatever with us, you have to, whatever, we are a couple, we're valid, or whatever the case may be, don't worry about it, just just do it and don't worry. If you come into people, if you come and encounter with people who don't want to work with you or you feel like you don't want to work with, just move on. There are other people out there. Yeah. Like, don't worry so much like I did about, like, this invisible idea that there are these people out there that don't want to work with you. Like, because it's just undue stress and it's not even worth it. Right. Just find the people that want to work with you. Plan, <laughs> plan, plan, plan. Um, Start early. And then, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and use your free resources. Yes. Yeah, because there's tons of free resources out there. And just, you know, enjoy it. Don't fight over the small stuff. Do not fight over the small stuff. It doesn't matter. If she wants orange and purple and you don't like it, hey, if it's going to make her happy, do it. You know, I mean, it was, you know, some stuff I might not have enjoyed down the way of the planning, but I was like, if this is going to make her happy, then, you know, I'm going to do it. Oh, did like, you see that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, no, I'm not saying uh, me because honestly, we plan all this together. So I'm just giving okay. advice to the couples out there, but if it's something small, don't fight over it. It's not worth it. No, it's not. Not, it's not ever. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Don't give me that crazy look. I'm just making sure. No, no, I enjoyed it. I loved every 
fit and part of it. I love the colors. I think everything came together amazingly. Like, yeah, un- without she's, question. She's yeah. not saying she didn't love it. She's just saying if the people out there listening don't love it, maybe they should just fucking let it go. Yes, <laughs> basically, just let it go and live with it and just keep going and put a smile on your face. Because within a marriage, some things are out of your control. Mm-hmm. And some things you don't want to fight about. So if it's something small, okay, that's fine, babe. If that's what you want, okay, no problem. That's fine. You can have it. Sure. <laughs> yeah, so you see who's the spoiled one. <laughs> you see who's the spoiled one. Uh, you guys are like the best team ever. I really just, everything about you makes me happy every time I talk to you. And we miss you. Oh my gosh. I know. We're just going to hang out. You know, I'm building a huge patio, and as soon as it's done, you guys are coming over. Yeah, we will be there on the deck and and hang out and stare at my chickens. It's gonna be really cool. Oh, yeah. What's up with the chickens? What chickens? The chickens you have. They're What's awesome. <laughs> How'd you get chickens? Uh, because <laughs> sometimes when you're in a relationship and somebody, <laughs> yes, you just like let it go. <laughs> It doesn't matter that you're horrified of chickens from childhood trauma. Listen, Jesse gets her chickens. You get your farm fresh eggs. Everybody gets a patio. There's no losers here. It's, it's, all, it's all winners. <laughs> all right, you guys. So besides me, let's talk about vendors that you really love. This is your chance to talk about anybody who really did an exceptional job that you want to put their name out there so other people can work with Ellie. them. A perfect posy. That's her company name. Oh, it's a perfect posy. She's a florist. Yes. Oh man, your flowers were really off the charts. They were. I just was looking at those pictures and that um, your boutonnieres. Oh, that's a good um, boutonniere. Uh, like uh, the arch that she made behind on on the yeah, gazebo, man. That, that was, was just. So he, he, she, I, I didn't notice the arch, but I think it's because I was looking at these two amazingly gorgeous people. <laughs> so. I walked upstairs and I was like, you know, I'm looking around and I see the bouquets and I'm like, I don't, I don't like the ribbon. And so like, now I'm like freaking out because I don't like the ribbon (laughs) in my mind because it's ribbon that I don't like. And so I go find Kelly and I'm like, Kelly, I don't like the ribbon. And then 10 minutes later, the ribbon has changed. (laughs) Really wasn't even a thing. Like she was so amazing. She was was on it. Like Like, for our, uh, I think it was our final walkthrough. She was there. Yeah, she was there with us for our final walkthrough um, before the wedding. And she was like, well, what about this? Like, she was asking uh, questions that we never even thought of to ask. Our cake was placed where it was because of her. Yes. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she's like, if you put it here, it's going to be really pretty pictures. Yes. She was there, like, with us. Oh, and then, you know, Emery. 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 Conference center. We Jennifer, yeah, the Houston Mill House. That place is cool. Yes. So Jennifer is the um, the catering manager at the Houston Mill House. Um, Hartlett. Is that Jennifer Hartlett. She was absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't think that there's a time where she couldn't calm us down. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> where like I'm emailing her like, oh my god, like what do you think about this? Like I really want to fit like all these people in this room, and she's like, well, I we can try. <laughs> <laughs> so amazing like she was so amazing and the whole time like from start to finish like on friday when we got there like she was like are you guys okay do you guys need anything like friday we had like a little mishap 
uh, uh, before the, what was it, before the wedding practice or the mm-hmm. rehearsal, I'm sorry. Um, and, you know, she was like, relax, relax. She said, relax, everything's going to be fine. She said, everybody that's supposed to be here, they're going to be here. We still have a few more minutes to get everybody here, relax. It's okay. And then the day of the wedding, I saw her maybe once or twice. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you need anything? You guys okay? You need some water? There'll be, you know, um, um, water upstairs for you guys to take a break, you know, after the uh, photos. And I was like, she is amazing. And then she disappeared. And then I didn't see her until after we started cleaning up. And I was like, where did you go? And oh, she, the whole process her thank you yeah. thank you jennifer thank yeah, she you was, she was awesome and kelly awesome. and kelly and yes. amanda a shout out to amanda again <laughs> <laughs> we love you yes I mean, amanda's all right <laughs> well you know amanda you know because we, we do love you but you know you were our favorite yes. like Aww. um yes. you're just saying that because i'm making the internet famous <laughs> <laughs> i think you know we never thought that we would like I think from some of our vendors, you, so, like, we ended up with friends, you know, so, like, a relationship that started simply because we were planning our wedding turned into something more, and I don't think we would ever let anybody else take our picture. Never. (laughs) When we have kids, you'll be there. Yes. Like, (laughs) everything, like, everything, like, we, yeah, yeah, we will never go anywhere to get our um, photo second. Like, relation, like your vendors are relationships that could, you know, span past the wedding. And I think that's what Definitely. You, I think that's why you were our, our favorite. Yes. Like, because it's like... Oh, thanks, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else you, you two want to tell our lovely listeners? I don't, I don't have anything. You got you to gotta, you gotta do it with the bang, babe. You got to do it with the bang. Like, the bang. <laughs> so if we're gonna end with a bang so we to sing her song we just end with your theme song again yeah yes <laughs> super awesome sj fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks for listening to the super gay wedding podcast if you'd like to learn more about us be on the show or tell us what we should talk about next check us out at supergaywedding.com Find us at facebook.com slash supergaywedding. Or email us at supergaywedding at gmail.com. And if you need a bomb-ass wedding planner who totally has her shit together and is wicked competent, then you need to check out Cindy's website at islelesstraveled.com. And if you need a destination photographer who's not afraid to get her camera dirty capturing your wedding adventure, then you should get your ass over to amandasummerlin.com. By the way, if you hire us both, we're going to give you a 5% discount. Because we're fucking awesome. And we love working together. And we will rock your wedding. Super gay wedding! Fuck yeah! Woo! Nailed that shit. Super gay wedding. Fuck yeah! Taco salad. Super gay wedding brought to you by tacos.